0: to the ask the color expert podcast today is another solo podcast just me today i wanted to talk about color adjustments is it really an adjustment or was it simply a lack of communication and a shortened consultation uh What I have found after, you know, being in the industry for over 35 years, that most times an adjustment is clear lack of communication, either on the client's part or the stylist part or both. A lot of times clients just don't really know how to articulate what it is that they're asking for, but they're really quick to let you know when you didn't get it right. Uh, The way that we avoid a lot of adjustments in our salon is we started to institute a written color service, basically contract for lack of a better word. We pull out a sheet of paper and when we're having a consultation with the guest, we talk to them about what we see that they're asking for. You know, we say, what I hear you saying is that you want blah, 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 and we handwrite that on a piece of paper that, you know, has um, today's visit, client, client's current situation, those type of things are prompts on this form. So we'll say, you know, Jill is a brand new client. This is her visit, her first visit she has existing color on her hair, her existing ends have some damage, porosity, whatever it may be, by putting it in writing, it shows that guest, number one, that you're not responsible for anything that she came in with. Because how many times have you been the victim of getting shamed and blamed on a really crappy Yelp review for something that happened as a result of things that were already present in the hair, whether it be existing color, the hair getting hot and melting because you didn't know that there was something on there prior, um, like a sun in or um, some sort of home remedy that they in fact did to their own hair that you couldn't possibly know was in the hair. So making that written contract, it sounds super form, formal, but it has avoided. Our adjustments are down to once, maybe once every quarter, we have one little adjustment where they just want to be reglazed or the glaze maybe got a little bit too deep and they need it to be um, you know lightened up a little bit, whatever it may be. It's never anything major or corrective. It's a simple fix because in my opinion, I've been doing this a long time. I've been behind the chair 35 years. 17 of those years, I did strictly color. I made a decision when I opened my second location salon that I was no longer going to do bridal updos, makeup, waxing, kids cuts, um, you know, straightening treatments, perms, all of those things I was good at but I had no passion for it. And I always was so much more excited when I had a lot of color on my book. So I made the decision halfway into my career to simply specialize. It was the best thing that I ever did. But what happens is the client will agree with you in the verbal consultation that she completely understands that what she is asking for simply is not possible in one visit. That's verbal. I'm stressing verbal because it's like anything else. It's like someone who orders the wrong thing at a restaurant or simply has buyer's remorse. They ordered what they ordered but they didn't like it when it came. So they say they didn't order it because they want them to take it away. So that happens a lot in hair color. The client will say, yes, 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 I understand. It's not going, I'm not going to look like JLo when I leave today, I know it's a process. And then when they get their bill at the desk, if you've properly communicated pricing, she knows what the price is going to be. But in her mind, she thought about that price and that was the price that she mentally was willing to pay for the finished result. She wasn't quite getting that it could take three visits of that price to get to that end result. So it's really important to stress that when you're talking in the consultation. Jill, you have some existing damage. You have a lot going on in your hair. Your inspiration picture is beautiful. I'm not telling you that you can't have it ever, but you definitely can't have it in one visit. So on today's visit, what I'm going to do is, and then you write out whether you're doing step one, a Malibu crystal gel treatment to get any minerals or buildup off of the hair, the cost of that. Step two, I need to pre-glaze the hair to take away some of the yellow in order for you to get that cooler result. Whatever it may be, you're writing it out in print, you're putting the price next to it. And very clearly in this agreement, you say, all of this will be accomplished today in visit one. You will not, comma, however, be getting to your desired result in today's visit. That will require a minimum of two more visits at, and the price of those visits, in order to achieve what you came in asking for as your end result. It sounds crazy, right? It sounds like you're now an attorney that has to document every single word that you're saying but this is the world that we live in. We live in a world that people beat the check on a hair service. They're going to salons and getting five-hour services, saying they're going to the restroom and leaving the salon and not paying for their service, only for you to find out that they gave a fake name, a fake phone number, a fake credit card, all of the above. So we need to get more professional and we need to get more specific because adjustments are costly. You spent all of that time doing Jill's hair that day. And if she calls two days later and demands to be, quote, fixed, when there was nothing to be fixed, it was the first step of many in an intentional color visit in order to help her reach her goal, she doesn't want to hear that. She wants to hear that you're fixing this mess and you're giving her her exact photo that she asked for, even though that's not what happened. So guys, get it in writing, put it in writing. We write it all out. We sign it, they sign it. It completely did away with all of those gray areas of, I feel bad, she really didn't get what she wanted. She wasn't supposed to get what she wanted. It was the first visit. So be clear, be concise, be nice, but also be firm. And if you pick up that they're a little cray-cray during the consultation, it's okay to say, you're not going to go through with the service. If you know that she's a salon hopper and she's trouble, you can feel it in the core of your being. I, I have such a, you know, sixth sense for Cray Cray. As soon as they start taking over the consultation and telling me what I'm going to do to their hair to get them where they think they need to go, I simply say, I'm getting the sense that we are not a good fit. Um, you know, I've been doing this a long time, I'm a professional. And when I go to a doctor's office, I don't tell the doctor what medicine to give me or how to treat me. I'm there because he or she is the professional and I don't feel well. So I need you to trust me. And I'm already sensing that that trust is not there and that's not going to work because both of us need to be comfortable moving forward to do this service. I just don't think I'm your person and I wish you luck in finding somebody that that will do everything for you in one visit. And usually that will either turn it around where she'll say, oh my gosh, no, I'm sorry. I was just nervous and it'll get better. But if it doesn't get better, it's okay to say no. Because if you do that service and you say you charge $200 and you spent two and a half hours with her, if she calls two days later and you have to spend another two and a half hours with her, you've now lost money on doing this service. So, why not say no in the first place? And don't get it twisted. I'm not telling you to fire every client that gets on your nerves. You're always going to have that person that's a little more difficult. But if you know going into it, it's kind of like when you're on a blind date and you know it's not going well and you say yes to another date because you feel bad saying no. It's like that. You know right away whether your personalities mesh. And when they do mesh, it's the beginning of a beautiful thing. And it's a great relationship and you spend many years together. But when you get that ick deep down in your soul and in your gut, trust your gut and just say no and avoid the whole thing or forge ahead carefully with that written consent form stating what the condition of the client's hair is. I even take it as far as to take a photograph of the hair and the condition that she came in with so that I have that. On file, I know what she came in with so that she can't turn around and blame me for her mushy melted ends that were already there. So I hope this helps. If you are seeing a lot of adjustments, you just may be rushing through that consultation and not taking the time to set the tone that you are the professional, you being super confident on that consultation makes all of the difference and will have you avoid adjustments Corrections and all of those time sucks that take away from you making a better living and having a better life. Thanks for listening, and I will see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.